Welcome to the IoT podcast powered by Paratus People. Be among the first to find out what's happening in the fascinating and growing world of IoT from the industry leaders themselves. Hi, I'm Chloe. I work for Paratus. I'm part of the delivery team as a talent consultant. Today I'm joined by uh, Tom Chen, who is a professor of cybersecurity here at City University in London. Tom, do you mind kicking off just telling us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Right. I started my career working for a telecommunications company in the US. Um, after a few years, I decided to change to an academic career and became a professor in a small university in um, Dallas, Texas. About 12 years ago, I decided to move to the UK um, to become a professor in networks at Swansea University. And about six years ago, I joined City where I'm a professor in cybersecurity now. So with the swift development of technology, cybersecurity has never been more important. Which skills and specialisms do you believe in tech are primarily under threat at the moment? Yeah, that's a big question. Yeah. It seems like everywhere you look now, cybersecurity is very important to, to everyone in our daily lives. But I, I find um, three interesting things going on right now. Of course, IoT security is like the most obvious thing because there's going to be more and more IoT devices um, involved in every aspect of, of our lives, which is starting to see with wearables and everything yeah. like that. Um, the second thing I thought was interesting is, is ransomware, which started off infecting PCs but has moved to um, critical services like you saw with the NHS. And now they're starting to hit IoT devices as well. So they're threatening to lock up IoT devices unless people pay a ransom. Um, probably that won't be big for another few years, but it's, I think it'll be a growing threat. And the last thing um, I think is really interesting is um, influence in social media, especially we're starting to see foreign, or have, we've seen foreign influences manipulating social media to influence um, public opinion. And um, there's always been, um, you could say, governments against other governments. Yeah. <laughs> in the, especially doing um, cyber attacks in the background, but now we're starting to see it kind of seep into political influence. So speaking of cybersecurity, Paratus predominantly deal with people who work uh, in IoT and broadcast technologies. Do you think more needs to be done to secure the Internet of Things? And if so, how can this be done? Yeah, for sure. In my personal opinion, um, IoT security is like a big um, disaster waiting to happen. Uh, I think there's two issues. One is a technical issue and one is more of an economic issue. Um, technically, a lot of uh, IoT devices like wearables have very limited um, power and computing power uh, capabilities and so they can't run um, traditional security like uh, firewalls or antivirus software. So they're generally weakly protected for practical reasons, and that makes them a lot more vulnerable to um, cyber intrusions. Yeah. And the economic reason is because there's not much um, incentive or financial reward to companies who make IoT devices to build uh, security into the devices. There isn't a real return on investment for paying a lot of attention to security. So um, as a result, uh, most manufacturers will rush their IoT devices to market um, naturally so unless that kind of economics changes, they won't, there won't be a lot of financial motivation for them to give more attention to security. 
So is there anything that can be can be done to provide security for IoT and is there kind of anything in terms of the economic constraints that you feel could be done? Yeah, I think there can be. On the technical side, I think we're seeing some industry movement to a um, secure by design kind of approach where security is added to the design of IoT products from the very beginning and I think that will be really helpful from a technical point of view. On the economic side, I think nothing will happen until some big disaster, um, some uh, security incident happens and then the government might add some regulations or impose some penalties for these kind of consequences to security um, incidents and then that might change the economics of, of um, the whole situation. Do you think that the economics from that situation will obviously affect the, the process of design and that's, and that's partially why companies are kind of fast-forwarding that step at the moment? Well, they're not doing that at the moment yeah. <laughs> until they're compelled to do it or motivated to do it. But once they do it, I think it'll be... Um, they're starting to think about it. So there are a lot of white papers and guidelines coming out from different um, organizations like IoT um, Security Foundation yeah. where they talk about secure by design kind of approach to make um, security considerations more inherent in the design of IoT devices. So they're starting to think about it, but actually getting the device manufacturers to do it, I think will take some, some prompting um, yeah. financially or through regulations or policies. So moving away from the cybersecurity side of things and more towards the tech market, uh, we're facing a bit of a skill shortage at the moment, and institutions such as City University are kind of helping to prep the future workforce, I guess, um, and businesses for future-proofing what's to come. Uh, how, how can, how can this, this be done? Yeah, I think that's a good um, and important question. We have, that gives me the opportunity to kind of promote our uh, new <laughs> MSc in, in IoT with Entrepreneurship Program. So we have um, a new program started last year in IoT, and it's unique in that it's designed from the very beginning to have companies involved in, uh, closely with the student um, projects. So the students get two projects. They have an individual dissertation at the end. But they also have a year-long group design project, which they do um, in close co cooperation with a, a company, kind of as a mentor kind of thing. So I think that's mutually beneficial for the students and for companies to make sure that um, students get a practical and um, industry-oriented uh, view on, their, on what they're doing so that students aren't just taking classes with some abstract theory yeah. and um, they also get good exposure to what the industry is doing. And the second thing with the program is that we're a lot of it is delivered by the CAS Business School um, to give the students a more business um, orientation and an entrepreneurial um, view of, of IoT. So that they're not just thinking about technology, but also how that technology fits into the real world. I guess that's really important, obviously, with it kind of becoming more involved in the market. And, and yeah, we, we think so. So um, we thought this would be um, kind of a unique and different um, way to offer it. MSc program rather than the traditional, um, more theoretical MSc. So we've spoken about the future workforce, but moving back to the current workforce, what provisions and future-proofing responsibilities do businesses have uh, for the current workforce? 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a responsibility so much as I think it's in their in companies' self-interest to to be more closely involved in training and the education we have through the universities. Like in our MSc um, IoT course, we have um, a few companies who advise us on the the curriculum that we're offering and. Um, on the design projects and what the students are doing. So we appreciate the, the inputs from the companies, but I think it's also um, helpful to the companies to have some input into our educational programs. So obviously you mentioned there that, the, um, that people in industry are working closely with, with universities. What practical steps do you feel could be taken to, to better this, I guess? Yeah, um, well, we're doing some of those things. We, we're having companies um, mentor our students, so to speak, in their group design projects and in their individual projects. We're also asking companies to um, participate in an advisory group that we have to give us um, feedback and guidance on our curriculum. And um, the last thing I, we're kind of doing is also working with companies on, on research as well, um, because part of an important part of the mission of the university is to carry out research and the research that we do in IoT is very complementary to the education that the educational part. Um, so we would like to work with companies, and we are doing that to some degree um, on pursuing uh, research grants and carrying out research, um, collaborative research. So Tom, uh, last question. In one sentence, how can we better secure the future of IoT? Yeah, if I could highlight one thing, I would say secure by design. I think that's, well, this is more than one sentence. <laughs> um, I think um, it's, it would be very important to incorporate security into the whole design process of IoT devices rather than to react to security incidents after some disaster happens and then, um, think, and then everybody reacts to those, which is what happens today. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for more episodes in the IoT podcast, the leading podcast among the IoT community.